yes. Sounds of summer. Air conditioning. Bugs. Birds. Welcome. To the level rage. Oh, hello. Hello. I didn't see you there. Welcome to Low Level Rage. And Soccer Mania. I'm sorry, Football Fever. Football Fever, right? Football Fever? Is that right, Lauren? Yes. Okay. Lauren looks very concerned right now. Can't tell if you're just too pumped up or if you're actually just way louder than me. I may be. Let me. I, I, can, I can change this. Is that better? I don't know. Let's find out. Yes. Uh, all right. That's better? Cool. Good. Guys, it's really hot out. It is really hot out. It's summer. And we have the madness. Yeah. I love it. I'm enjoying it. But I spend all day outside sweating yeah. my balls off. I don't. So I get to, I get to uh, you know, just kick back, relax, take in the sweet AC, just breathe it in. Mm. Must be nice. Oh, that sweet smell of air conditioning. And soccer mania. I'm sorry. Football, football fever. Football fever. Footy fever. Does anybody actually call it footy fever? Hopefully not. No. Guys. Okay. It's nil nil. Russia, South Korea. Just after the half. Who do you want to win this match? In your heart of hearts. South Korea. Okay. I just, I'm rooting for a great game. Um, I'm rooting for everyone to enjoy themselves. Those dudes, dudes don't look like they're enjoying themselves. I want a clean match. If it's hot here, it's really hot there. Oh, yeah. bum 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 World Cup, World Cup, World Cup, World Cup. Cup, World Cup, World Cup, World Cup, World Cup in Brazil, <laughs> World Cup in Brazil. God, they should have gotten you to do the theme I jingle. Know. I would have done it for real cheap, too. $500. Wow, a steal. Yeah. Flat fee. Look, I'm not going to say that I'm the best sports theme songwriter in the world. But you know, but you're a sports theme songwriter. Yeah, yeah, I'll write you a sports theme. It may just be me singing over a loop from a crappy electronic remix of Seven Nation Army. But that's you know, five hundred dollars. That's five hundred dollars well spent. You can use it for whatever you want. I don't care. Korea just botched a set piece. Oh, Korea. 
We should practice those. Was it a corner kick? It was. Okay. Get ready for continued match updates. Yep. And possibly reflections on this 2014 World Cup in Brazil, which I have been watching when I can. Sure. And talking about as often as possible. I was really hoping that Algeria would win today. Because um, typically, I'm really only rooting for upsets in general. Like I Two just, Russian dudes just ganged up to trip a Korean player. Oh. I was trying to think if that, there's like a fun historical analogy for that. But <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there is, unfortunately. Unlike the fun Spain-Netherlands game, where I was making all sorts of really great Habsburg jokes on Twitter. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good Habsburg joke? <laughs> I don't know why they don't pay you the big bucks for this, Tim. Look, granted, not a history major. I may have just wikied that at some point. But, you know. I think that's what the history majors do. They do. Let's be honest. History, being a historian these days, just being the, the quickest trigger with Wikipedia. Pew, pew. Hear that? Pew, pew, pew. Historians. Calling you frauds. Tim's going to take you on. Yeah. Here are the people I will fight. George Will. David Brooks. Anyone who is <laughs> who attended an Ivy League. I'll say anyone who graduated. If your alma mater is an Ivy League university. I've said this before. Jeremy Lin, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I will fight you. Um, I'd rather fight Jeremy Lin. But he's got, probably got a good reach. Because he's tall. But yeah, George Will, David Brooks, any Ivy Leaguer... And uh, who was I just calling out there? Historians. I'll fight any historian, especially Bill O'Reilly, who's not even a real historian. He just collaborates with them to write weird books. He slaps his name on them. He's old, Summer's too. a good time to pick fights. Yeah. Everyone's kind of ornery already, right? I feel like, I, is it, am I wrong that, like, the instances of violent it gets crimey. Right? It gets so crimey in summer. And a lot of people die in road accidents. Which is why, um, fun fact, no one has ever been murdered in, in uh, Antarctica. Yet. And they, No, I think it'll never happen. It, it just calms everyone down. Like, they're... they're Makes them too depressed to yeah. lift the knife. Like, they'll kind of try to lift it. And it's like, uh, uh, uh. I want to kill that guy, but... Sounds like a lot of work. Uh, Just going to huddle here under my yeah. helpful probably the lamp. Cold, the cold will probably get him. It's fine. Or the thing. The thing or the cold. John Carpenter's the thing or the cold will probably get him anyway. So. Murders committed by nature. La-di-da. Because nature is wrathful. It is. Nature is wrathful. And I would like to continue this week to discuss Nature's Wrath. This and every week of this summer, we're compiling a list of terrible things nature has done to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn down the, the AC just a, 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 a scotch, just so it doesn't uh, interrupt the broadcast too much. I'm not, this is not a trick where I'm going to turn it up now, just to be clear. I never even know if he's lying. 
The back of my knees are sweating. That's how I feel. So far, though, at the top of the list for Nature's Wrath, if you were here last week, you will remember. Did you guys hear those fun beeps? That was fun. It is running over a bee's nest with a lawnmower and being stung upwards of 100 times. That's pretty wrathful. That's pretty bad. It's the worst thing I've heard so far. And then also I got sunburned through my shirt, remember? That's pretty far down on the list. Yeah, it was pretty bad. No, no, just kidding. Sunburn through shirt is pretty high. that's pretty bad. The one where you gave yourself mild sunstroke is pretty far down the list. I did not give myself mild sunstroke. The world gave me mild sunstroke. It's still pretty pretty far down on the list. It wasn't like a, a, a intentional self-inflicted sunstroke, which if you do that, you're weird, and I question your priorities. Fair. Well, if any of the two of you out there wish to call and discuss a tale of nature's wrath, among any other things, really anything, yeah. some are related. Yeah. We have some other topics for later. Call us on Skype. At us. At us. At low level rage. Not at. Not A T. A D D. At us on Skype. You criticizing my enunciation? No, I was just clarifying. I did not get bitten on the eyelid this oh, week. Nice. I did sweat several liters. Have you ever been bitten on, like, um, I don't know what you call it, like, the webbing of your hand? Is that what it's called? The webbing? I have. That's not fun either. No. I don't like that one. That or, like, your knuckle? Also that. Yeah. Um, what are other bad spots to get stung on? Oh, your ear, which your I've also bad. been bit- not bitten good. on. I find, it, like, the ankle. The ankle can be really annoying. Because they're, yeah, the bony. Thin, thin skin. I'm not very sensitive to, to uh, mosquito bites anymore. I think I used to be more sensitive. Um, but I'm getting stronger with age because I'm never going to die. So that's nice. It's for, true. For me. The mosquito bites actually make you stronger. Mm-hmm. You, you suck their life force out, actually. I'm basically becoming in exchange for blood. part mosquito. Um, that would explain a lot. Yeah, which is why my mouth is sort of elongating. And developing a kind of uh, sort of a tube-like, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? A tube-like uh, orifice. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. This is going uh, in directions I'm not. Grossed myself out there. That was that particularly was happy about. There's never been a mosquito man superhero, right? That's not a thing anyone wants to see. Could be the summer blockbuster of the summer. <laughs> Well, did you see um, uh, the trailer for that movie coming out in theaters near you, presumably? Nope. I've seen no trailers. Okay. Uh, starring one Mr. Michael Keaton, the film's name is Birdman, and he is playing an actor. Birdman? Birdman. Not Bergman? No, not Bergman. He's actually just Nor is it part, part iceberg. Right. That would... I would not want to mess with that guy. Because uh, he only reveals a tenth of his strength. Mm. Actually, nine-tenths of him is just underground. Yeah. It's really inconvenient. <laughs> okay. um, no, he's playing like 
a dude who who famously played a superhero back in the day. Uh-huh. And played a superhero? Played, yes. On in, TV? Uh, in a movie. Oh. And then now It's he, a movie about a movie? It's a movie about he's like Sounds pretty high concept. It's really unclear from from the trailer other than he's like now kind of losing his mind and also is trying to to star in a play based on I think Raymond Carver's collection uh, what we talk about when we talk about love. So I have no idea what this movie is about, but I'm kind of excited for it. Does he believe that he's a superhero? I think it's not clear. I haven't seen I, this is a movie where I'm like, okay, so the trailer is actually ambiguous, which is unusual these days. Um, you know, because I'm an old man who likes to complain about the state of trailers. Free kick, Korea, saved. Uh, I would like, I, you know, I would be happy with either team winning. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, yeah. They'll probably either team will be stomped by yeah. whomever. Who is the who, who is the the uh, the big bad in their group? I think there might not be one in this group. There's one at really? least one group where the, everyone kind of sucks. Oh, that's great. I like that. That's fun. I actually would love to see the World Cup if it was just like kind of crappy countries soccer teams. Like, if you're too good, you can't be in the World Cup one year. They just changed the rules. All, everyone who does not qualify. You'd have to call it something else. Yeah, it's true. The um, Cooler Cup? Yeah, exactly. Well, they'd call the World Cup, the regular World Cup would be called um, the Slob Cup. No, the Snob Cup. And then th this one would be called the Slob Cup. And then the winner of the Slob Cup would play the winner of the Snob Cup. And hella antics would ensue. True. Oh, I want the, the slobs versus snob cut so bad. It'd be like like, wha oh. like Wales versus Brazil. Actually, no, because Wales actually has good good players. So Yeah. Virgin Gareth Islands. Gareth Bale would finally be able to cease his, his weeping. Yeah. Uh, who would it be? They're in a group with Belgium and Algeria. Like, oh, well, Belgium is So presumably is Belgium be is the yeah. fan favorite. Right. Oh, that's why, well, they... Anyway, yeah, it'd be like Micronesia versus the Netherlands. That'd be a fun one, right? Anyway, it's never going to happen, so stop dreaming. Yeah, maybe they could, like, booby trap the pitch. Oh, yeah, no, that's what I want. I want, like, a dirty, I want, like, a dirty, uh, like, climactic soccer movie style soccer game. Maybe this could be... The summer blockbuster of the summer. Just. And just be called the Slob Cup. Oh, that's a good name for a movie, too. By which I mean a really horrifying name. For and there'd a be movie. lots of montages of like <laughs> building traps <laughs> and like placing, like making tiger pits under the pitch. They have to have like a. Uh, um, like a dummy soccer ball, right? Yeah, it like explodes, yeah. And, but it's like it's not like it's not like a mine. It's like full of bees. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't want like any sort of like limbs being. Nobody can die. It's got to be like PG. Yeah. Hard PG. Maybe PG thirteen. There's like a couple swears. And oh, like. Yeah. One, one, like one, at one point, the goalkeeper for the other team has to go. Ah, shit. 
And that's like the one time someone swears in the movie, right? Yeah, but it's like really satisfying because yeah. it's the only time anyone swears. There's like three soccer balls coming at him at once. In in like slow mo. Yeah, yeah. And then he stops all. Oh my god! It'd be like pinball. You get like an yeah. extra ball sometimes. Oh yeah, it's great. People just like kicking soccer balls all over the place. There was a really fun story I read. Um, I think on the Deadspin about a minor league baseball player who went to a grocery store before the game and bought a potato and then carved it into the shape of a baseball. And okay. Then at one point during, I think there was, uh, he was on defense. Um, I think he played like third base or something. And like, there was a guy on third. Uh, someone hit a triple or something. And so then he told the umpire he had an equipment problem and went into the uh, dugout to grab his potato baseball and then on the upon the next hit he chucked the potato baseball into the outfield leading the the guy on third to think that that there was a hit and then he just tagged him out with the real baseball or something it was insane and then he got like fined and fired from the team and never played baseball again so it's like maybe not with the taters that's how those things go in real life no one no one finds it amusing even though people do that kind of stuff in baseball still they do they do tricky tag out stuff all the time, and everyone thinks it's great. But if you get but creative, not with a potato, well, that's great. Why not? Like, where's the line? Where do you draw the line? Well, apparently, at potatoes. At potatoes, yeah. That's so now cool. we know. I love it. I love baseball tricks. A soccer ball made of chocolate, and you have to figure out if the soccer ball is a soccer ball or is made of chocolate. Yeah, I like that. Like that show. The goalie stops the ball and then like bites it real quick to make sure it's the real ball. Like testing a coin. Yeah. See, I bet the slobs, that's the thing is you want to have a game where like the slobs have uh, just as much chance as the snobs. So they got to be able to use trickery. But you don't want it to be like Nerd Cup. No, no. Not like Revenge of the Nerds because that movie is... Uh... Have we talked about this actually? How Revenge of the Nerds is like one of the most offensive movies ever made. I've never seen it. It's, it's really bad. We shouldn't even like this. It's almost not like fun to talk about on the air. Um, we should watch it, and then I can come back and tell yeah. you all how I'm super mad. Revenge of the Nerds is a deep, deeply, deeply offensive movie that starts off being really fun. And it's like, nah, I don't think I like nerds very much. I think they might be repugnant human beings. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't. We don't want our summer blockbuster of the summer to like be set up so that it's like nerds versus jocks, because no. that's really silly. And frankly, at this point in my life, um, if I'm ha if I have to take like uh, like Mark Zuckerberg or LeBron James, I'm gonna go with LeBron James. LeBron James entertains people and brings them and is hella jacked. Yeah, and he brings some people joy, right? Like he's fun. He's fun to watch. It's the sound of me showing off my guns. And then, I mean, like, okay, so nerd jock like a Tim Duncan. Everyone loves Tim Duncan. If you don't love Tim Duncan. I, I kind of don't want to be your friend. Even if you if you do, if you disapprove of Tim Duncan, I'll say that because you know if you don't love him, that's fine. You maybe you don't care about basketball. Oh oh oh! Hold the phone. One nil Korea. Oh, what happened? He's coming off the touchline. He just runs away with it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! He looks like he's about to pass. And instead just whips it into the goal oh, nice. from outside of the box. That's awesome. 
and the keeper gets hands on it and just can't control it. That is a beautiful strike. Oh, but I was gonna say okay, so just just some more little some a little more Tim Duncan talk, just because I'm still I'm still very happy for the San Antonio Spurs, even if they're not my team. Um, Go Tim Duncan. Yeah, like here's the best story about Tim Duncan I've ever heard, and it, may, it might be apocryphal, but I I feel like it it's so fitting that I don't really care if it's literally true or not. Um, but so, you know, so t- Tim Duncan, it's pretty well known, is, is a uh, at one point in his life, I don't know if he still is, but he he liked to play advanced Dungeons and Dragons on a regular basis. Heck yeah. Um, I believe he still does. Which is not a game that I've played much of. I actually didn't play any such games as a, as a youth because I was c- far too cool for them. Um, but supposedly when he uh, was drafted into the National Basketball Association, uh, he wanted everyone to call him Merlin, the famous wizard from King Arthur's court. I still find this so adorable. And everyone was like, no, we're not going to do that, Tim. We're not going to call you Merlin. Sorry, buddy. Which I'm just imagining. Okay. Like he puts up like a like Merlin on his locker. Oh, oh, with like a like a stick it, sticky note like yeah. in the shape of a wizard hat. Yeah. That he got like at Disneyland. It's got like glitter on it and stuff. And then every day, cool it, every day it like disappears. He's like, guys, come on. It's my locker. Don't touch my locker. Poor buddy. Yeah. And instead, his nickname is the Big Fundamental, which is a really lame nickname. It's almost worse. It is almost so worse. Bad. At least people know, like you know, who Merlin is. Yeah. <sighs> I would play. I mean, I am. I like to imagine what Tim Duncan plays as because you, you feel like in real life, like he's a huge guy. He's like six ten, maybe six eleven. Um, I like to think he plays as like. I don't know, like a like a half elf, ranger. Mage. Ranger, there you go. Ranger's good, or like a, like. A oh no, I bet he's a magic user. Oh, he's totally a magic. He's user. a ha- he's a magic he user. He goes by Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. He could be like a. Um, I don't know. What are the other races? He's basically just like elf, orc, halfling, human. What else is there? Dwarves. Dwarves. Yeah, maybe. I don't wait. I don't. I don't know. Are there dwarven? I don't know that universe at all. I don't either, really. I don't know. Oh God, I would love to play. I just probably some dorky human mage. Yeah, he's probably just a human mage. You're right. And I bet he draws pictures of himself wearing wearing uh, wizard robes. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's great. Oh, he's, he's awesome. Also, I will say. Uh, a few, like last week, when I was having my, uh, like a week and a half ago, I was having like, like my epically bad week, and I was obsessing over whether or not I have a bald spot, which I kind of do, but really kind of don't. Like, it's fine. It's uh, fine. Yeah. And the, like uh, looking at pictures of Manu Ginobili, like, that guy's got a pretty uh, solid bald spot, and he's doing all right. He's looked good for a long time with a, with a real, like a solid, it started off as like a, like a silver dollar-sized Bald spot. Oh no! A Korean player has been taken off due to an, an injury. Oh jeez. The replacement that they have just sent on though looks like a movie star. Yeah, Manu Ginobili. He uh, that dude, that dude like makes the, the bald spot look good. Just rocking it. Yeah. Keeps his hair nice and short. Like he doesn't try to hide it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a very likable team. I don't look. I don't get people who don't like the Spurs. I don't understand it. Especially people, because there's a big. I mean, we've talked about this off air. Um, the big divide between like people who like college basketball, which is evil. The NCAA is an evil organization. And pro basketball, and it's fair. You know, it's fair if you like the uh, college basketball aesthetically. It's like a much more system-driven sport. But if you don't like, if you prefer college basketball and you hate the Spurs, you're, you don't make any sense. This is pretty deep. Yeah. Deep reasoning, Tim. Anyway, I'm done talking about that now. But yeah, Tim Duncan, great. Um, one of the most likable sportsmen of all time. Up there with Tony Gwynn, who I loved as a child. And I'm very sad about his passing. Um, Last guy to come close to having a 400 season. Uh, got real chubby at some point, but still hit the ball well. He went from stealing 50 bases in a season to like basically looking like he couldn't field properly. Russia had equalized. Oh no, they did? That was messy. Oh. Somebody should have fallen onto that soccer ball. But yeah, so let's... um. We should raise the topic, right? Yeah, or also, if you want to call yeah, really and about talk about football or, I don't know, really sports, but especially the World Cup. If you have fun Tony Gwynn memories, I've been really sad about it. Or baseball or basketball. We don't so actually really care. If you want to talk about sports. So sad about Tony Gwynn. Add us on Skype at Low Level Rage. I don't know why. It's a, it's, it's a funny thing, too, where I've, like, I've been sort of half waiting for something awful to come out about him. Like... Like, just like, you know, so at some point someone will be like, yeah, Tony Gwynn punched my dad in the face. And I hate him. And it's like, it just doesn't happen. Like, Tony Gwynn was just, he, Tony Gwynn was just this super nice dude who was real good at uh, not striking out and uh, hitting the baseball. And basically the lesson is uh, chewing tobacco is bad. All tobacco is not great, but chewing tobacco especially, not good. Yep. yep. So the actual topic. Tony Gwynn is not the topic, but you sh you sh if you want to call in about Tony Gwynn, please do. If you have some fun Tony Gwynn memories. Or to talk about the footy. Yeah. Sorry, it's really hot in here. I just kind of blanked out for a minute. I could turn the AC back up. Shall I? It's easier for you. You don't have to sit all folded up on yourself. Back of my knees are sweating. It's so gross. I'm sweating too. You're not the only one who's sweating. I can't get away from it, man. Did you want to introduce the topic? No, you can go ahead. Summer checklist. That's all I got. Okay. Best worst regional activities. Things that you should do in your region in the summer yeah. now that you finally can. And things that you really shouldn't do in your region or other places where you've had misadventures possibly related to nature's wrath. Related topic. Person went to last week. Camp sucks. But camping rules. Oh, yeah. Camping's great. Camping stories are welcome. Yep. Camping disasters are welcome. We have had our fair share of them. 
I'm wondering, this is a side note. I was thinking about this a little bit after our discussions about uh, how summer camp is the worst. Maybe the, my, my summer camp, uh, my, my uh, aversion to summer camp is related to my aversion to authority in general. Like, I don't like having my entire day structured by a bunch of people who are, in retrospect, teens, ba barely adults. Yeah, they were not adults. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like responsible people organizing my day. It was. I don't like having my yeah. day structured now. Yeah, like these work events that I have to go to or have had to go to in my life, where people are like, and then we go here, like conferences. Yeah, like, like oh, eight a.m. breakfast, blah 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 blah, and then we go here, and then we do this. I'm just, I just cannot deal Basically, with it. Basically, summer camp is a conference for kids. Yeah. Yeah, except for, like, all of the talks you're going to are, like, how to use the zip line. Yeah. Which... is more fun than most Maybe conferences. if it were just, like, adults at camp, it would be okay? Ugh. Zip lining seems like... Adult camps. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. Here are the things I like about summer camp. We talked about this last week a little bit. Here are the re redeemable things. Canoeing is fine. I like canoeing. Ca kayaking as well. I think you're more of a kayaking... I'm a kayaking lady. gal. Yeah. I have been in one too many capsized canoes. You're a kayakette. It's it's hard to it's harder to capsize a kayak. That's true. The downside is that if you do, you're screwed. You're so fucked. I just swore. I try not to swear on the show, but I do I do it slips through sometimes. Um, capture the flag. He's got a sailor mouth. I really want to organize. I don't know. I don't think I don't know if anybody listening is is in Chicago. I want to organize a capture the flag in Chicago so bad, and I don't. We should care. have a national tournament. Oh, that'd be if we had more than four listeners, this would ha this would happen. That actually, that's not a bad idea for a summer movie. A capture national the flag. capture the flag tournament. Oh my god! Especially if it was the entire country, if that was the size of the field. Oh no! I didn't mean like that. I I mean it like that. I don't know. I feel like that's. It's like future. It's a futuristic. It's like um, death race, but capture the flag instead, and not violent, nonviolent death race. So just race. Isn't there, like, already movies about that? For Capture the Flag? No, or people just, like, race around the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cannonball Run is one of them. It's a great, great film. I'm pretty sure it's a Criterion Collection, Cannonball Run. If not, Cannonball Run 2 is definitely Criterion Collection. But yeah, Capture the Flag is a great camp thing. Um, what else? Bug juice. Everyone likes the bug juice. Do you not know what this is? What is that? I th is it really called bug juice? Am I am I crazy? I'm gonna go I'm gonna Google this right I now. I have no idea what you're Looking talking about. Juice. I think it's just like Kool Aid, but you call it bug juice at camp. Which, as a kid, I was ex incredibly confused by. Um, I, th I think maybe it's one of those dumb. Here's another thing I don't like about camp is when the kids who are at camp who've been there before try to trick you, right? Like, they're like, we got, like, little inside jokes we're going to trick you with. Like, I don't like being tricked. Gross. Yeah. I don't like, like, you know what? How about you welcome me and make my stay at, at camp? Haha, <laughs> kids, you think? I doubt it. Yeah, anyway. So, there's redeemable things, but camping itself, I think, is something that, at this point now, if I don't get to go camping at least once a summer... I feel like I've been ripped off. Um, 
And like we went for a camping trip for like a day a few weeks ago, and it was fun, but it wasn't satisfying. I gotta get out of yeah. here. I gotta like this is the problem with working a job that means that I am outside all day every day. I don't want to camp in the Midwest. Really? I'll do it if we leave Illinois and go someplace where it's less crappy. Wisconsin has great camping. Preferably on the water, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got they've got camping on the Mississippi. If that's if that counts. Some water, I don't care. I just I am going to get really tired of this particular climate. I would like to go someplace where it's a little bit dry. I'm having s- that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. There's I not know. a lot of dry places near here. You know. Give it a week though, guys, and I'll be so used to marinating for six hours a day in my own sweat that I won't even notice. My job is pretty gross. If you've never worn... But you had herbicides like literally sprayed in your face a few days ago, right? I did. Yeah. It was fine. That Which was the least fine. bad part of my day. You're, you're probably not going to become like a, a mutant. A mutant. No. That would be fine. Yeah. But if you have never worn rubber gloves my outside in 90 degree weather for six hours, don't do it. Yeah. The feeling of your own sweat trickling on the inside of your gloves is horrifying. That was my day. I mean, you know, um, I sympathize other than the fact that I have I am spending most of my days in an air conditioned shop. So, also, yeah. The part where you have to carry seventy pounds to your work site. Seventy American pounds. Yes. I did that today. The work site was pretty far. It's like pack training. I never wanted to go to boot camp, and I never wanted to join the military, but this is a lot like that. I ever tell you the uh, the fun story about how my dad got out of uh, boot camp when he was drafted? Yes, but that was a rhetorical question, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm going to tell it anyway, yeah. Yeah. I was just setting it up, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm no, a, Tim, I'm a semi, tell I'm me. I'm a semi-pro, thank you. Um, so yeah, my dad was drafted for the Vietnam, and he he uh, he wrestled in high school. Wrestled, wrestled, um, and he had like a partly dislocated shoulder. And at some point, he decided like two or two weeks into boot camp, like nah, I'm not, I don't I don't really want to go to war, and die. So he like goes to the I don't know is it the the camp doctor? I don't really know how that works at boot camp. Hey, Doc. Yeah, and it was just like, so if I, um, can I just, like, pull my, my shoulder out all the way so that I can go home? And the doctor is kind of just like, I can't tell you to do that, but ellipses. And, uh, yeah, that's why I'm, I exist. Because probably wouldn't otherwise. Because your dad was pretty wily. Yeah, yeah, here's the thing. I, like this is one thing I've never gotten. Like people who are disparaged at all for dodging the draft. Like no, I think I think if you dodge the draft successfully, good on you. Those are survival instincts. Yeah, and here's what I have to say about voluntarily going to a place that's really hot and really humid, and you wear long 
sleeves and long pants and boots and carry lots of weight around all day. Wait, awful. I do that every day. Don't do it. Yeah, but also then have people yelling at you. Oh, and then someone's trying to yeah, kill you also. Like, like there's there is somebody whose job is just to be an asshole. Like that's and like you can't if you leave, you may be shot. It sounds like the worst thing. Like it sounds like like look, I'm complaining about summer camp before. I I will gladly go to summer camp the rest of my life if I never have to go to boot camp. Just an eternity of summer camp sounds well, no no no, I'm thinking about that. I don't know. Yeah, boot yeah. camp only lasts so long, That's you true. know. I am pretty tough, notoriously so. But yeah, I figure by the end of the summer, going to be pretty jacked like LeBron James. Hey, so we have a caller. You're on the air with Low Level Rage. Hello. Hi, this is Chris. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, you sound good. Hi, Chris. What's up? Hey, how's... All right, well, um, I read an article on Deadspin about uh, Tony Gwynn. Sweet. Let's, um, let, let's, let's keep my, my uh, completely unearned sadness going as long as possible. All right, well, it's a, really, it's a really good story about Tony Gwynn, about being nice to the Bat Boys, and it kind of made you kind of teared up a little bit. But the best part of it was about how terrible of a human being Will Clark was, or is. Um, he, uh, one of the Bat Boys had an earring on, and he walks up to the, you know, 15-year-old Bat Boy and goes, nice earring, F-word. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just, like, thinking, like, just one of the, and then Tony Gwynn and Bit Roberts made it okay for the kid. Yeah, it seems like, I. the thing that I've been sort of, um, I was talking to Lauren about this before the show, like, I keep waiting for like the other shoe to drop on, on Tony Gwynn, where someone will be like, like Kirby Puckett. Yeah, exactly. Like Kirby Puckett, where who who had this like super you know um, like angelic reputation, and then it turned out he was like cheating on his wife. I think was the is that the thing that happened? Or was... uh, he yeah he I don't know if he was cheating on his wife, but he would but he hated visiting those sick you know kids. Oh, at, that's so... <laughs> yeah, and he would always badmouth all the sick kids that he'd go visit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, um, yeah. I kind of like. I just imagine just like I can't imagine Tony Gwynn just being like, uh, say like, "Well, hey guys, uh, how's it going?" Really, yeah. uh, just yeah. hey, see these people. You that know? is a like, fantastic Tony Gwynn impression. <laughs> that is pretty close to the way he actually said. He had a delightfully almost, dorky voice. Yeah, if you heard him sounding, you just yeah, it's almost like Professor Frank, but like <laughs> not quite. <laughs> you know, the Professor Frank if he could hit four hundred. Right. Which, who knows? I yeah. we, we never saw him try. So. <laughs> Well, they got a few hundred episodes left in them. Do you think? But, uh, do you think Tony? Because people, I, I feel like Tony Gwynn actually got interviewed about. Um, was it the '94 season where he uh, was close to hitting 400, and then there was the lockout? Was it '94? Right. Is that right? Yeah, it was '94. He was yeah. '94, and then yeah, he said like a couple days that you know a lot of guys are you know winning records and how upset he was that the season was ending. I want yeah, because he's a dude where I, I don't. I'm just gonna like. I actually was almost hoping for some horrible story to come out just so I could stop feeling so bad about it. <laughs> Which is a really terrible attitude. To That's have. really bad. It's very selfish of you, it is, it is. I know, it is. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, he's dead, so it's yeah, not like it's really going to... I'm coming off very badly right now. You know, I'm just yeah. taking on the entire burden on me here. Um, oh, you God know, bless you. Tony Gwynn, you, you stay saintly. Uh oh. I was thinking about camping, where you guys should go camping. I used to live in Flagstaff, Arizona, and if you can go when it's not about to burn down in the summer, it's like 75 degrees, and 
You can go camping at the oddly named Wet Beaver Creek, but it's one of the best places to go camping That's at cool. or like the north rim of the Grand Canyon. It's an unfortunate name only because we're we're also immature. Well, right? Yeah. I had to yeah, I had to say it before Hank get it up. Get, the American the Southwest the is great though to visit yeah. and to camp in. How is Flagstaff? I would love to though? go back. Is, is Flagstaff all right? I like I have no, I went through it, but I never actually like Flagstaff. I went to college there. It's um it's a weird like kind of hippie town that's sort of now like a hippie college town okay. which is which sounds all right compared to like maybe the rest of Arizona, sure. but it's a lot of white guys with dreads who are really into EDM music. Ooh. So it gets old quick. It's <laughs> such a weird transition because I went to. I mean, this is like my my age showing, I suppose. But like, I went to to college in Madison, Wisconsin, which is similarly very uh, like notoriously hippie-ish. Um, and like, I feel like at that point, like I would see like hippie dudes with like a fish sticker and like a mo sticker and uh, you know government mule sticker on their their cars, and then like a like. And like, uh, drum machines suck or something, right? Like they would, like like that was sort of the attitude of the of the 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 young hippie population in Madison. So the idea that they have like I think it's a Western thing. Is it? Yeah, okay. lots of hippies into well, that, I think that right. EDM in California. That's so strange. Well, I think the idea of it is is sort of the same. I mean, I don't know how people could listen to fish or anything else like that, but I think the idea yeah. of it. it is that all the people are going to, with lots of other people and doing lots of drugs. I think that's sort of the whole yeah, idea of okay. fish. Yeah, that's it's true. So really they should get along because they have similar goals. Yeah. Right. But it's not natural, man. You got to have your drum circle or yeah, whatever. All right. All right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hailing from California originally, I definitely, I feel you, Chris. These are the same. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm getting like the, yeah, go. So you're mad at electric guitars then too because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Go go stick an axe in the soundboard. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's angry. Uh, no, okay. So the fun summer game when I was in Flagstaff, we'd go in the summer. We'd get a keg every Sunday, and we lived in a kind of little college neighborhood. And we'd invent a game called shoe golf, where you you know you had to walk around with your cup of beer, and then you would find the um, uh, like a stop sign or something or however whatever thing, and however far par three, par four, and then you just have to kick your shoe to it. Oh, and your shoes will get run over, but it was a great way to kill an afternoon when you're 21 and drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you've got endless shoe money because you don't, you don't have, like, a real job or a real life yet. No, like, like, yeah. It's, it's another pair of Converse that gets run over. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it gives them character. You can run them over a bunch before you can't sure. wear them anymore. Yeah. Converse, yeah. in fairness, Converse All-Stars are basically unwearable out, out of the gate. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the least comfortable shoe. Maybe that doesn't have heels on it. Yeah, I used to enough. love them. Don't get me wrong, but like, I think also I should say this: this is more about reputation. I have, uh, I have like long, narrow feet, so I feel like probably the Converse All Stars were designed for me, <laughs> so they're fine. But anybody who's got like normal proportioned feet, regular normal, feet, yeah, I don't know. That's just a little. That's a little uh, fun shoe talk, you know. Yeah. Uh, some some. Uh, we're gonna do like a shoe review. Weekly shoe review. I feel like the, the best shoe for shoe golf, though, would be like a slip-on, right? Or oh, do you just yeah. leave your shoes really, like, unlaced? Well, the, the, the slip-on's a secret weapon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just whip that, it. Your... That slip-on van. It's the cork yeah. bat of shoe golf. Exactly. Yeah. Although, does a cork bat really work? I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's why I always cork... like to get, whenever uh, Cubs fans give me crap, because I'm, I, uh, I root for a cheater, Brian Braun, 
Uh, I'm always just like, you know, go so team so, evil. So, uh, yeah, yeah, go team evil. Go Brewers. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I was just I'm like, yeah, you know, Sammy Sosa literally got caught using a corked bat, like, which while is on the, steroids. Yeah, what the, well, yeah, he like du he doubled his his the he doubled the the offense right there. Like, <laughs> no, you know, these steroids these aren't quite good enough. <laughs> like, dude, if you're gonna cheat, don't mix your cheating strategies. Yeah, did you ever hear the story about Albert Bell? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think it's 94 or 95. What, it was what, 94. Again, one of the nicest people in the history of professional Well, he only tried, well, he might have been on roids, but he did try to run down, like, trick-or-treaters one time, but this is during a game. <laughs> <laughs> so just this idea of, like, how Albert, another nice guy Albert Bell is. But he went and, um, in 1994 at the old municipal stadium, someone called his bat court, and so they take the bat and put it in the umpire's office and uh, review it after the game, and he takes a different bat. So Jason Grimsley, the pitcher, had to go through the air ducts to the umpire, snuck in, and switch the bat. But he had to switch it with a bat that had Paul Sorrento's name on it because every bat Albert Bell had was corked. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just was an extra special type of cheater. Oh, that's so fun. That's like, a, especially that he made he made someone else go, <laughs> go fix his problem for him. Like, not even like, you know, like, he, they didn't have like a team fixer. Like a guy who just was like, all right, all right, Albert, it's my job. <laughs> <laughs> That's the relief just, pitcher. I just clean up, pick, I just clean up, clean up the body. He's like, no, just a relief pitcher. Send him in. He's skidding up the, through the ducts. I hope he got lowered by someone else. Like it was a real like escapade. You Mission know? Impossible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't. He also. Um, this could be the summer blockbuster of the summer. Did he throw a baseball at a photographer, or did he? punched them. I can't remember. And it wasn't like a paparazzi. It was just like a sports photographer. Yeah, I think it was a sports photographer. Yeah. yeah. It's but terrible. But someone egged his house at Halloween because he wouldn't trick or treat and then he chased them down <laughs> in his car and tried to run them over like some 14 year olds. God. <laughs> oh, that guy was so fun. Kids gotta learn. He was fun. He's just a I'm fun so baseball player. I miss the old baseball players like Vince Coleman high on cocaine throwing firecrackers at reporters. Like, oh, sure. Just, yeah. Just, yeah, just, now it's just yeah. A-Rod? Boo. Yeah, it's like it's like he just gets he's yeah like the 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 it, that was a real like vintage type of asshole you know like yeah, yeah man I, I can't remember the stories well I mean like we all know Ty Cobb just well. just nasty human being <laughs> <laughs> like like just overtly racist anti-Semitic Ty Cobb uh, violent he was basically yeah. the T.G. Allen of baseball my favorite also my other favorite. Uh, uh, vintage baseball asshole story is Pete Rose, who I don't remember the name of the catcher, but he. Uh, oh, uh, Ray Fossey. Ray Fossey, that's right. Who, uh, this was back when the All Star game was meaningless, I believe. Like now, it like I think it, it determines home field advantage for the World Series. Yeah. Is that right? Um, which is yeah, it's still really really stupid. Um, but like, yeah, he uh, slid hard into home during the All Star game one season. And I think he destroyed uh, Fosse's knee, and he never was the same again. <laughs> like <laughs> you ruined his career in an yeah. exhibition game. Yeah, like it's, it's cold. Part, part of me is like, oh yeah, that's the worst. But also, like I kind of admire it. Just this sort of um, single-mindedness, <laughs> like could not care less what the actual weight of the game is. Just is always on. Yeah. Go uh, hard. Well, so before I go, I just, I never went to camp either. I was always threatened as a child to be sent to church camp 
It is a threat too. Right. It's a, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a terrifying threat. Your summer's being taken away from you. If, if, but then I realized yeah. that my parents wouldn't send me because it's a small community, and I had enough, like you, enough problem with authority that it would ruin the entire reputation of my family. Aha! Wow. <laughs> you wised up. Cautious. Oh yeah, I figured that out when they threatened to send me to military school. I was like, no, you're not going to send me there. You're not going to waste money for me to run around. I think I was actually. I think I was actually threatened with military school at one point as a kid. Which I, yeah. I, I didn't take very seriously. But is that I, a common threat for adolescent well, males? Yeah, it, I think it is. I think it's. Well, there was yeah. one right up down the road from me. So, like, you know, you could drive by it and say, we're going to drop you off. <laughs> it's the same thing. All you need to say is to see the sign. And if you're having a fight with your dad when you go by the sign, that's when he just drops it. Like, get, get ready to. It's going to leave you there, son. Have a crew cut the rest of your life. Well, Chris, yeah. before you go, I, I wanted to ask you. What the okay. worst thing is that nature has ever done to you? Um, the worst thing that nature has ever done to me? Yeah, like last week we had a caller who accidentally mowed over an underground bee colony and then they stung him over a hundred times, which is one of the worst things I've heard. I oh, had a mosquito I... bite my eyelid last week. So I'm just, you know, we're trying to compile a list of the worst thing of nature's wrath. Oh, I'm I'm very cautious. I guess I I see I'm a coward when it comes to bees or wasps. I yeah. I've been I'm, I'm very proud of myself of just avoiding everything. I don't think I've ever had any. Um, unless I had like bad I sunburn. I took, I took a penicillin one time and almost died and broke out in rashes. I found that out the hard way. Ooh, That's natural. Counts. Yeah. It yeah. Comes, it comes yeah. From, it comes from what? Uh, mold. Mold. Yeah. Is it, yes. is, it doesn't literally come from moldy bread. That's not true, right? Oh, I think it's a special kind a special of mold. special kind huh? of mold, yeah. I'm I, not 100% sure. I feel sure. like someone just decided that all mold was the same when they told Surprise me Surprise allergy to common yeah. medical supplies. Definitely an instance of nature's wrath. Yeah. I'm also allergic yeah. to penicillin, too. So that's I'm also allergic to penicillin, too. That's a dumb sentence. And I apologize for it. <laughs> Sorry. Unprofessional. Unprof- well, I'm not a professional, so there you go. That's why that is. Well, um, I'm glad that we finally met the one person who is cautious in nature and yeah. who has no horror stories about nature because I apparently just can't stop. Christopher 1. Well, we'll say that the penicillin. I would say Christopher 1, nature 0, but I guess it's more Christopher 1, nature 1. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's tied. One, one draw. You're tied right now. Right now it's a, it's a lovely 1-1 one, one draw. Um, like the final of Korea and Russia. Okay. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. All right, well, thanks for, thanks for the call. Right. That was great. Yeah, thanks a lot. Have a good show. You're welcome to call back anytime. All right. Good night. Bye. Where do you think I should put that on the list? Well, like, yeah, I... Above or below attacked by wild animals as a child? I would say... Because I feel like it's more life-threatening, but it less is. terrifying. Yeah, because, I mean, the issue is that, um, like, the, the twist with the uh, analogy to medicine is that it's medicine. And it should be, it should be making you feel better. And then it makes things worse. Right. So it can be really traumatic when you find that out. Mm-hmm. But if you find it out as an adult, I think that it, like, I'm allergic to a common pain medication. And when I, f- I found this out the hard way, because opium, my, f- right? Yes. Yeah. My face broke out in hives from all the opium I was taking, <clears throat> which is very unpleasant. Sure. Um, you don't want your face blistering from, like, trying to not feel bad. So it's really traumatic, but then you're an adult, so you like go to the store and buy some Benadryl, and then you get over it. I feel like it being attacked by wild animals as a child like stays with you. Like you still don't like birds. No, I still. I mean, I think I'm right to distrust crows. It's been established that they are wily creatures. They're too wily. Um, some of them can talk. 
I don't like the fact that some of them can talk. Because Only that, the really wily ones. Oh, yeah. or the ones that are too stupid to uh, hide their talents. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. It makes me just more suspicious. Like, so are they getting smarter? Are they, you know what I mean? Like, is this like a, is this like a Alfred Hitchcock's The Bird situation? Or like a, a Planet of the Apes situation? We do know that it's either crow, was I might have been talking about this with you. It's either crows or ravens who exhibit generational memory. I think that's right. I think it's crows um, because they will like if if a person or a like uh, a location reveals itself to be a threat, they will somehow teach the next generation to avoid it. Yeah, and the study was really great because basically it was a group of people who would go to this place where these crows hung out. And they'd, like, wave their arms wildly and just, like, irritate the crows and then go away. And then they did this a couple times, and then they went back, like, a decade later or 20 years later or something. I don't remember. And the crows totally remembered them and got hella mad. So weird. So much like elephants, don't mess with crows and probably other birds because they will remember that you are a big jerk. And you will be first against the wall. I still, I still am like waiting during for the bird revolution. The crows to come back and get me. Like, it's, it's. I know it's gonna happen, and I, I know that they're waiting, just to make it worse. You know, like the longer they wait, as long as they get me in my, they're gonna get me in my. They're prime. planning something. They're gonna get me in my prime. They're gonna get me before I like begin my inevitable physical. Uh, you know, my body starts falling apart. Which it is not yet. I'm still, I'm still, you know, I've got youthful vigor, still, arguably. Got some years. Yeah. They're waiting. Oh, crows. I don't like them. Well, on that cheerful note. Yeah, let's play a few songs. Let's go to some tunes. And then uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Time for some summer jams, guys. Yep. I don't know how jammy these summer jams are, but that's fine. You know what? Summer, summer is a time for, for fun and frolic. It's time for bittersweetness it's time for me to air out it's the backs of my knees to love a time to hate a time for I'm done with that now sorry to everything turn 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 there is a season turn 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 that's not one of the summer jams unfortunately alright just a little bit of Tim time before the break. We'll be back in a bit. All right, we're back. Hello. Let me uh, back announce the music. Uh, that was Codeine with Junior from their fine EP. Sometimes I've argued this is the greatest EP ever. Um, which Of all times? Of all times. Which obviously, look, I haven't heard every EP. If someone wants to s- suggest an EP that is better than the barely real EP by Codeine, God bless you, you're welcome to do it. And I will take it and consider it and let you know if it's better. 
I will let you know if it's better. Chances are you'll be wrong, and I'll be right. But that's fine. Um, you're welcome to try, basically. But yeah, that's, so that's Cody with Junior from the greatest TP of all time, Barely Real. All right? Them's the facts. Before that, Bell and Sebastian with I Know Where the Summer Goes, which is not from the greatest TP of all time, but is instead from <laughs> Lauren. It's, act well, it's off of an EP. Oh, no! I think it's from... Maybe it is. Okay, I, I feel like I'm I being I think it's from This Is Just a Modern Rock Song. Okay. I didn't... If I had known that was from an EP, I would not have uh, gone so hard with the, the barely real... It talk. is, in okay. fact. Okay, well, I feel bad. But I also... Uh, I think I'm still right. I'm going to stick it with my uh, bravado. My, my bravado opinion. Is that a... Thing that yeah, that's sense. a great EP, though. This is just a modern rock song. I know where the summer goes. The Gate and Slow Graffiti. I'll, lis I'll listen to it. Does it have a hot shit cover of a song by MX80 Sound? I doubt it. But yeah, so, I mean, um, Junior is an interesting song because I, it, it does not overtly state that it's about summer. But it is, to me, so obviously about summer that it doesn't even need to, which I kind of like about it. Um, because I think the, the first lines in the song are, threw my bike off the road and, lied in the, and lay, in, lay in the grass? Lied in the grass. Lied in the grass? Lay in the grass? That would be the grammatical formulation. Threw my bike off the road and lied in... I, I feel like he says lied in the grass. That's cool, man. Which is fine. The hot winds blow. Okay, so that's like, you know, if there's hot winds, you could be in, like, you know, the desert in winter, I suppose. I'm just going to go with it. It's summer. It's about summer. It gets cold in the winter. It's true. But yeah, I like that. Just that sort of feeling of, like, you're biking around, and maybe you aren't even necessarily feeling that great, but you just kind of, like chuck your bike into the grass and lie next to it and stare up at the sky. Like, that's a really fun thing to do at least a couple times a summer. Kind of just, like, bike someplace you've never been before. And kind of, you know, just take it in. Look up at the clouds. I did that recently. I biked to the dunes. Did you? Just the little dunes oh. at Montrose Beach. How were they? Dooney. Yeah. There's a bird sanctuary there, actually, that I wanted to go in, but I had my bicycle with me, and I was also talking to my mother on the phone, so I did not want to carry my bicycle and talk That's on fair. the phone at the same time. Now, when you were at these dunes, were you all reminded of the dunes of Arrakis? And Shalid, the old man of the desert? Is this where we... Hail Tim, the God Emperor. I'm going to go back into my God Emperor shtick. Oh, but I want to, but I'm not going to do it. I declared myself the God Emperor of, I, I think, the world on Twitter. Was that the implication? I mean, a God Emperor is at least going to be the Emperor of a world, right? Like, at minimum. Presume, otherwise, you'd be pretty crappy at it. Yeah. You can't be like a God Emperor of Canada. Not, that's not, that's not, I'm not being disparaging towards The Canada. God Emperor of Logan Square. Yeah. Oh, God. 
You know what? There probably is somebody who calls himself the God Emperor of Logan Square. If not, I'm taking that title right now. I'm laying that out there. I am the God Emperor of Logan Square. We gotta move. We gotta get out of here. You're welcome for your cool shoop that I made you. Oh, that was great. Of you as the God Emperor. Now I kind of want the the reverse image of me with my body, but with a worm's face. That'd be harder. That'd be, yeah, it'd be horrifying too. Because worms don't really have faces. But like if you know the 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 uh, sand sandworms in in the dune. They, they have those, giant mouths. They've got those weird like yeah like those uh, crazy lines of teeth. Right, and they have like they have like multiple like sharks. yeah they have like, they have like shark teeth, which I don't know how useful that is if you're a giant worm. Like they like eat people. They do, but they eat. Hopefully there's enough people in the desert for... I, n- I never fully got, like... They don't only eat people. What do worms subsist on? Like, stuff. Stuff. Under yeah. the ground, maybe? Yeah. Gazelles? Yeah. I don't know. And they, like, poop out the Just spice. sort of your general predatory giant worm. It, that's the big reveal in one of the books, right? Is that, they, that they're, like, the things that make the spice? Yeah. But, like... Much like yeasts poop beer. Right. Worms make the spice. Worms poop The melange spice. that allows... The intergalactic economy of Dune to function. It is like the oil. It's poop. Of yeah, basically the universe runs on poop, in Dune books. I mean, our civilization kind of runs on beer, so who are we to talk? God, does it? Does it ever? Yeah, so let's uh, let's try to get this uh, list of the do's and don'ts of summer. We can say sort of like things you should do. Musts and mustn'ts of summer. Yes, this is low-level Rage's summer checklist. If you, in your region, have a cool thing to do or a cool thing to definitely not do in summer in your region, add us on Skype at low-level Rage so that you can get in on the action. So one thing, I I, I, I thought of a a few things. Okay. One thing I would say, short of camping, because camping is not for everybody. I, I get that. It's true. Yeah. Uh, hanging out by a bonfire. Definitely fires. It's a fantastic. That, but that's like also like a fun thing to do in winter, but most people don't want to be outside, right. I guess. No, but hang out, spend at least a little time by a bonfire in summer. Like on like a colder summer day, it's especially nice. That's a must at some point. Yeah, and like, you know, drink some beverages. Yeah. Maybe roast some schmallows. I'm going to say, um, I don't know if this is, I feel like I can go an entire summer without hanging out on a beach. Totally not into the beach. Yeah. I don't know if it's a, if it's a, a don't. No. It's like, eh, we, we, can, we can make a list of like, eh. That'd be, that'd be going, like, eh, Yeah, list. but you know, if we were in like California, the beaches are pretty cool. Oh, I should also say before we uh, get to into this, uh, if you like if you don't like give us a call on skype add us at low level rage username low level rage uh, and call in and talk about stuff summer tony in Gwynn, addition to yeah summer, summer checklist it's pretty much open phones if you have a horrible story about tony Gwynn, please call in because it will actually make me feel better because i'm a bad person if you have a horrible story about things nature has done to you please yeah. call in um, and if you're watching the World Cup. Yeah. Really, just if you're watching the World Cup. I don't care. We can talk about anything. 
We could talk about the Brewers, but then that would just set me off on like a 45-minute thing. And Lauren has already heard enough about them. Every day, guys. Every, every single day. It's my life. Every day. And it's now or never. <laughs> you didn't see that one coming. Forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. Is that right? Is that how that goes? Yeah. It's my life. I, I, see, I tricked you. Yeah. I was the one. Oh, John Put on bon your Jody. summer checklist also to do if you were in the city of Chicago. Construction. Oh, God, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still waiting for... Are they going to fix the streets ever? Like, ever again. Because I haven't seen... I don't it. think so. It, it seems like they've just... Here, this is a, a... I think they gave up. That street... That one, like, boulevard part off of Kedzie... Just south of the square, still so jacked. It's like, all right. There's a little political rant. Look, Rahm Emanuel is a terrible mayor. Like he's very, he's just bad at being a mayor. Nobody likes him. No, no one likes him. You know, some people like him, but those are rich people. The bloom is off the rose, guys. Yeah. I never bought that. You look at that guy. Like nobody really likes him. That guy just really wants to be mayor. That is his qualification for being mayor. He's from Chicago and wants to be mayor really badly. And he's like pretty angry. Yeah, which you know I like that. That's great. I'd love to have an angry mayor who actually has his priorities straight. Like me. We have that angry alderman, too. The first ward alderman, who's really mad about how bikes should be better. Oh, Biking should be better in the city. That's nice. I like that. I like him okay. Yeah. I but, don't know anything else about him. But, like, okay, so brief, brief, brief little thing, and then I'll be done. But, like, there's this whole system for taking property tax money and, like, spending it on blighted areas. Couldn't you just use that money to fix the streets? Couldn't you declare the streets of Chicago to be a blighted area and just pave them? Is that is that crazy? Is that crazy talk? Apparently. Rather than building a hotel in the South Loop, which is not, I know. A, not a blighted area. Not I a blighted area. Well, culturally. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Zung that hard. Yeah. Take that South Loop. Makes me mad because like, only because I bike a lot. <laughs> it's just like me too. It's bad though. It's I have never seen another city, and I don't know. I would like to know if this is a thing that other cities do, where you have potholes so big that people straight up put lawn chairs in them. That's true, and because I've and, seen that and tires as well. Tires, cones, yeah. lawn chairs. Basically, the way we fix our potholes—they're actually not potholes; they're sinkholes. Yeah. We straight up just have sinkholes yeah. everywhere. It's basically like. I'm imagining parts of the city now, this is like the worst case scenario, will just never have their roads fixed again. Which is probably not true, but it's still like the possibilities there if things really go south. They graded like six blocks of California. Oh, good for them. All right. No, and just haven't done anything with oh. it. Oh, okay, cool. Great. That's the most, that is. That's what's going to happen. Other than uh, I work at a, at a store that sells cigars, and last summer. A fire truck pulled up and double parked in the street, and then like six firemen came out and just milled about the shop. Pretty much my favorite thing ever. Like just flagrantly blocking off the street in order to buy cigars. Double park a fire truck. <laughs> it was so awesome, and I was like a little bit freaked out because I'm like, oh, these firemen. What are they? And like, oh, they're just firemen. They don't. They're not like. Firemans don't care. They're cool. They are the coolest of the public workers. Joy riding a fire engine. Care. 
But yeah, so pave the streets. Thing, thing to do in this in the summer. Fix the streets. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, this him. is like the Chicago regional checklist. I'm gonna add him. You know, he's gonna add to the list. He'll probably win. I will fight Rahm Emanuel. I know he's he's little, but he he's feisty. He's he a guy. He tried to stab you. He'd bring a knife he to a fist would. fight. He would totally bring a knife to a fist fight. He'd have two knives. He'd have one in his boot, and then one that he actually pulls out. You think you got that one, and then he gets you when he your guards down. I'll just like rolling up okay. like playing with his butterfly knife. Ugh, that guy. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. I'm gonna say he's a creep. Ron Emanuel is a creep. Ooh, hot yeah. takes. Politics talk. It's brief politics talk on the level rage, which is Tim proposing that Chicago uses money for blighted areas to fix the streets. And also that we could raise money by you fighting Ron Emanuel. Sure. I don't know what we would raise it for. I don't know, like uh We could say we were gonna use it for his reelection campaign and then just not do it that not do that. It'd be like a charity. We just, yeah, I don't know. You Mix them up with concrete. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, so fix the streets. That's a, that's a to do. I would say, I would say, stooping. Stooping's great. Do you guys know what stooping the age is? Age-old tradition of yeah sitting on a stoop in front of your house or someone's house or a closed business or any business and yeah. probably drinking an adult beverage or maybe just hanging out. You probably you're probably drinking a beer. People really like front back porches and all of that business, but there's nothing like to be to porches. stoop. I think because you know what the summer's good for. It's true in winter too, but summer's great for people watching. In the right location. Just look at the weirdos walking by. Look at the people walking their dogs. Look at the dogs. People oh, go so nuts out in the summer. So many dogs around. In winter, everyone just keeps their head down. Do look at dogs in summer. Because they're happy. They're so happy to be, like, bounding around, dogging it up. Not having cold feet. Yeah. I mean, dogs are pretty happy in winter, too, but you just see more of them. I'm going to say a uh, personal don't. Oh, yeah. I got to have a do's column and a don'ts column. Uh, don't go to music festivals. You, can't, you, can't, you changed your mind. I did. I, did. I, I never really – I don't think I ever really liked them that much. Um, Tim went to more than one music festival last year without me because I don't go to them. I did like, okay, so Riot Fest was not bad. I actually did like Riot Fest. But it was still like, it was raining most of the day. It was pretty crappy. Yeah, it was really, really not fun out. I drove you there and then I drove home in the rain and thought, I got to hang out. With I don't really Fred. want to be outside. I did hang out with Fred, Fred from Honolulu. Everyone's, uh, I don't know, either your favorite or your least favorite person, depending on the moment i suppose right he can really be like he can be your best buddy he can be your worst enemy all wrapped up in one it's a complex dude yeah you can trash talk him but not greg greg's here now that means i can trash talk greg more actually yeah, that's right yeah i'm not going to sorry i had a bad week yeah look i just threatened to drown him i'm pretty sure is that what happened wishing death I wish death upon Greg. And I apologize, Greg. I didn't mean it. I might mean it. I didn't mean it, though. I did not mean it. I did not So mean don't. It. Yeah. Chicago Music Festival. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. I think both of the festivals I went to got rained out. Yeah. When you were at Pitchfork, power yeah. went out in my neighborhood for like three hours. Yeah. 
I had to drink all the beer before it got warm. The best thing about that, though, was I did get to see uh, Bajork. Was she wearing a bird? No, she was dressed fairly normally, as I recall. Maybe I just don't remember her outfit, but... Is she punching people? No. Does she punch people? She doesn't seem like a very violent lady. She goes after Nem paparazzis. Paparazzis, okay. Uh, But she did adorably, at the end of her set, tell, tell us... I have to cut my set short because they say it is about to rain and I need to, we need to stop the show. I don't want to stop the show, but we all, we need to stop short. And I had a wonderful time in Chicago. And then we all fled from the rain. Uh, So that was cool. Fair. Yeah. Lady. But like, uh, whatever. Like, there's a big uh, festival in in Milwaukee where I'm from called Summerfest. It's very on the nose. It's descriptive. And there's always, like, there's I've seen some good bands there, but there's always, like, the same bands that just, like, tour the the state fair circuit in summer. Like, you, like you'll see, like, Ario Speedwagon. And, like, uh, see, now, now, now if, if Bad Company came through, I would be super excited. Uh, heck yeah. Um, but you'd see, like, uh, like Ario Speedwagon is a good one. Like, uh, uh, who's the uh, like a Bell Biv DeVoe? I feel like comes through, <laughs> maybe. And then like there's the local like the Midwestern bands who are fine. Like love the the Love Monkeys. I feel like was a band that would play there every year. Who well, I'm sure are great guys. I'm sure they're awesome guys. But it's just like you go there and it's just oh, it's super expensive beer and people standing on picnic tables and yelling. You inevitably get a beer spilled on you when you're not having fun. And, like, when you get a beer spilled on you and you're having a sweet time, it's great. It's just, like, if you're not having fun and you get a beer spilled on you, it's like the world is... It's like the world spilled a beer on you. I feel like most of the time when someone spills a beer on you, you're already not having a good time. It's like some kind of... Law. Right? Yeah. Like... I'm trying to think of a case, or maybe it's selective memory, right? Like, I'm trying to think of occasions on which someone has spilled a beer on me, and I was just like, ha, 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 it's great. Or because we care. were Because we were, like, having a good time. I'm sure that it has happened. I'm sure that in the desert, somebody at some point poured beer on me. Yeah. Which is never... I've had whiskey poured on me and not cared. That doesn't bother me as much. It's not sticky. It's not as sticky. It's not as sticky. It's not as sticky. Yeah. Smelly. Yeah. But did you have an open wound? Is that why? Oh, that hurts so that much. That hurt really bad. That's I have so, had that happen. That doesn't sound like fun at all. Yeah, so, 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 Don't live the life that I live, guys. Summer music involves, involves people yeah. pouring whiskey into so your open wounds. Do or don't go to Burning Man. Would that be, would that be a do or a don't? Oh... It's such a complicated topic for me. Let's I say, would okay, say. Let me, let me set it up. Okay, let's say you're like a. I would say do. You're a 17 year old. You're you're uh, you're a little rebellious. You you consider yourself an artistic type. Your parents don't understand you. You live in, I don't know, Palo Alto, California. Would you go to Burning Man? Would you would you, would would it be worth your time to go to Burning Man? In 2014. If you're 17, you should go. Yeah, right? Have have the time of your life. Yeah. I went to Burning Man for the first time when I was 17. 
It was dumb. I see, Emma, that you need me to discuss Burning Man. Emma, would you like to call and talk about your dad going to Burning Man? Or I can just hold forth about dads That's at a, Burning Man. That is a great which is idea. To, which is a great idea, but just to be clear. Yeah, dads are going to... I want to see, first of all, Tumblr of dads dancing at Burning Man would be a fantastic Tumblr. Dads. The dads of Burning Man. But yeah, Emma, I need you to call. I need you to tell me Burning how dads. old your dad is. And, or ish, and if he's going by himself or if he's going with buddies. And, and then we'll figure out. If, if we'll Emma, figure out what your dad needs to make his Burning Man super awesome. God, imagine my dad at Burning Man. Who would, could you, like, he would be. <laughs> he would hate it. He would, he would, I can't Tim's dad would hate it. Anybody who would hate Burning Man more than my dad. He would hate it a lot. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Hello, Emma. You're on the air with Low Level Rage. Oh, he would hey, be. My dad would be so sarcastic. He would just be like, every single person. Hey, Emma. Hey. I'm just imagining my dad at Burning Man. Tim's dad would really hate Burning Man, and he would just t spend the entire time being really sour about it. <laughs> I just realized we had the uh, the speakers up. Sorry. See, I feel like that's like the reasonable dad response is just to be like, oh. You know? Yeah. No, I think most dads would be uh, scoffing probably a bit or, like, concerned uh, concerned that, you know, um, they would be concerned that everybody's on drugs, which is probably correct, yeah. more or less. Um, they would probably want the girls to cover themselves up a bit, right? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, they would, that, would, that would be their spoken position. They would say that, would say, they would say that out loud. Maybe. I don't know what kind of dads you know. Yeah. I don't know. Midwestern dads. Okay, so Emma. Yeah. How what what age demographic is your dad in? Um, I guess he's like I guess he's fifty eight now. I think. Okay. Seven. Yeah. And is he <laughs> is he what prompted this decision to go to Burning Man for the first time? Um I don't know. It's weird. I guess he he keeps saying he's really into like all the, you know, like art and stuff there. He's like, okay. He, he just thinks it'll be like cool and like, um, I don't really know that much about it, but yeah, he's he's into the whole like art of it, I guess, and all the exhibits or whatever. This probably sounds like I don't know anything about. He's, he it. He thinks it's a desert museum, basically. Yeah. It, which yeah. kind of is. It it's is. not a bad reason to go because no. I will say that like, in terms of unimaginably large-scale public art. Yeah. Burning Man, it's it's indescribable. And that's one aspect that you can't convey in photographs and is actually a pretty legitimate reason to go. Um, is he going with others or is he going by himself? Um, he's going with, like, this, I think, like, one or two old high school friends who he just recently reconnected with. Oh, that's my fun. God. That's really fun. <laughs> dad road trip. T tell your dad... Um, if they start talking about someone named Molly a lot. <laughs> My sister's name is Molly. Uh, well, see, the, be cautious is all I'm going to say. Just be cautious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I also don't know if he's going to do drugs. I mean, he says he's not going to except maybe like weed or whatever, sure. but I don't know. So your dad, your, did your dad, was, you, was your dad like, was he cool back in the day? Right? Yeah. He was okay. 
he was like fairly cool. Okay. Uh, well, the thing well, is, he's super like nerdy, but yeah, he's sort of cool. And but, he's like really shy too. <laughs> that sounds kind of like my dad, except for the shy thing. Oh uh, yeah. well, if he's shy, then you should just tell him to not be overwhelmed. Yeah. Like people ever anyone can be really friendly and really open, but they can also be like terrifying. Okay. Um just because kind of everyone wants to talk to you and it's easy, but I think it can be hard if you're a little bit if you're shy or if you're introverted. I'm introverted enough that like I have found it overwhelming. I would be exhausted, I think. Um and I still can yeah. find it overwhelming if I am like if I happen to get separated from the people that I work with out there and then I'm suddenly surrounded by strangers, it can be very terrifying. Gotcha. Uh, Tell him not to smoke weed in front of the cops. There's cops. There are still cops. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Okay. Um, They're they're like, uh, what's what's the the, the, uh, Bureau of Land Management? Those are the the cops, correct? Yeah, but there's sheriffs also. Don't just like, you know, smoke weed on the street. Right. Keep it discreet, man. Okay. And um, I don't know. Drink lots of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't maybe take food from strangers if you, unless it's like grilled food. I don't know. You don't get. Sick Somebody's of, like, sick here, have this cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I should tell him that. Don't let Don't let your dad get accidentally dosed because it totally happens, and that would be really sad. Oh shit! I'm People. so scared for my dad. No, he'll be he'll fine. Be fine. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be really nice. Okay, you're right. No, there is a game that goes... Uh, Tell him to drink lots of water. There's a, a game everyone plays at, at uh, Burning Man called Dose the Dad. <laughs> oh, no. Aww. So just warn your dad about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you see somebody walking around with a chalkboard that has checks on it. <laughs> it says dads. Yeah, it just says dads, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> then that's... Don't talk to that person. And there's like a line of fallen dads in <laughs> his wake. <laughs> just... Just dad's freaking out. Does your dad have any fun outfits planned? I think so. Yes. <laughs> like, Are you going to be there, Lauren? No, right? I can't this year. I will be... My current job requires that I stay here for the summer. Uh-huh. You would so I, I, dad and hang out with my dad, but that's okay. Uh, that would have been so good. <laughs> I would totally have done that. I really want a dad's at Burning Man Tumblr. So bad. <laughs> Just... Dad's doing dad things at Burning Man. It would be yeah. the funniest thing to me. Dad now. I will say that there are lots of people in your dad's age group, and so if That's he true. gets really tired of looking at crazy art and being overwhelmed by people, he should walk back to some of the like less traveled streets, and there will totally be lots of people just hanging out in small groups, kind of mm-hmm. like family groups, grilling and drinking beers and wanting to give beers to people who want to hang out. That's cool. Like your dad. Yeah. I think there'll be like a norm. There's always somewhere to escape to if you're feeling overwhelmed. There'll be like a norm core exhibit at the uh, at Burning Man this year, you think? Like a norm a norm core gang. It'll be norm core camp. Oh man. <laughs> they'll be right next to like the skater punks. God, that's good. That's a fun that's a fun like uh rivalry right there. Skater skater punks versus norm core. The skater punks bring a half pipe that they set up. They call themselves Normans, right? The norm core <laughs> gang. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I would hang out. Are the, how are the skater punks? I bet they're all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're good. They're fine. I bet. I didn't. I used to they're have. They're out like, of control. Yeah, I'm sure. But you know, keep them occupied. They got an activity. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. they have. 
Sure. Yeah, don't let your dad bring any like glitter either. Just blasting no effects all day long. Why not? Oh yeah, no. glitter glitter's a no no. Glitter's a no no because yeah. it gets all over the desert surface and then my friends have to pick it up and it sucks and it makes everyone mad. Yeah. Wait, like they have to pick it up from the sand? The yeah. sand? Uh -huh. Yeah, it's a leave no trace event, so you know it's good to educate people to not bring things that are uh, that shed a lot or get trash everywhere because someone has to pick it up. No glitter, yeah. huh? No glitter. No glitter. You'll I totally see people with it, there but they shouldn't no be doing it. There is no glitter at Burning Man, and the streets are paved with sand. Oh my goodness. Wow. But this is really boring practical advice. All of this is on the Bruning Man website, and the better advice is stuff like hang out with other dads. Yeah. Yeah. Bring beer if you can bring beer. It's a good introductory offering or whatever to people. Seek out mm. fellow dads. People are generous. I bet there's like a dad hangout zone. Oh, there probably be. is a dad camp. Yeah, like where they talk about their kids, maybe. Or just like, or they like talk about sports. Circle of dads. Yeah. Oh, well, my dad doesn't know anything about sports. Or Maybe like he... I don't know other dad stuff. What is your dad into? Yeah, what's your dad into, Emma? Um, what? Uh, computers. Okay. Uh, cool. Classical music. Cool. Who's his favorite classical composer? I don't know. Um, does he like a Stravinsky? Yeah. Cool. Me too. I like Stravinsky. Uh, Mahler. He's like a Mahler. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think your dad and I probably would, would get along. Pretty probably. Good. Yeah. yeah. There's totally. There's totally people who like computers at Burning Man who aren't from the Silicon Valley. Do people ever build giant computers at Burning Man? Lots of music, too. Technology's really hard at Burning Man because the dust eats it. Like a, like a desert computer? <laughs> Made out of what? I don't know, like, uh, what, are they, what are they used to make them out of? Like, uh, they had those, those cards, those weird, like... Punch cards? Yeah, like the punch card computers. Build one at Burning Man? That'd be awesome. That'd be great. What that, are the punch card computers? That thing would never it get was off like, the ground. Uh, my dad used to work on them in the 60s, actually. And they had, like, almost, they had, like, you know, almost no memory. I think the punch cards uh, were, like, the applications, basically. And so you'd, like, slot them into the computer that was just, like, the size of a room. And, yeah, I mean, they're basically, they're punched with holes, like, yeah. in binary. Right. Oh, so they don't have a screen. No. No, this is pre-graphics pre, okay. pre -graphics interface. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool stuff. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, you should take notes so you can, uh, you know, give your yeah. dad some tips about hot topics to discuss at Burning Man. Oh yeah, because I, I was also wondering, like, I think his, um, his his friend who he, he he's going with is like, uh, uh, working there, so they're going to get in like a few days early or something. Do you think that's just like party time? Yeah, is that fun to get there early? <laughs> oh yeah, he should go. It's the best. But also, um, we can't speak of it further, right? Yeah. Yeah. What? What is it, Does your who does your friend, your dad's friend, work for? I don't know. I I have no idea who this person is. Or is it? Is he an artist, or does he work for the event? I think it's a woman, and I think she works for an event. But I'm not. I'm I'm not totally sure. I think she's just been going for a long time, and she's like involved in it somehow. Cool. Yeah. Um, there's always stuff to do and places to help out. And early, if you have reason to be early at the event and have, you know, the appropriate credentials to be early, yeah. um, there's a lot of work to be done. And that's actually, that to be sp speak seriously, that's one of the things that I value about it is 
doing the work mm -hmm. um, and not just doing the crazy party. And one thing that's really valuable is in a sort of alternative society, like you see people who need help and you help them. Yeah. Um, and early, especially earlier in the week, it's much easier to do that. The later the event goes, the more people just come to sort of sightsee and... Gawk at the weirdos. Yeah, like weekend warriors. And that part sucks. I mean, it's just yeah. part of the event. Like, people come in from Reno just to, like, is there get a, blasted. Is there a bro contingent mm -hmm. at, at Burning Man? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, really? But, yeah, like, early in the week and a little bit before the event, people are building stuff, and, like, I feel like that's a lot more in the spirit of what yeah. the event used to be like, and it's a great opportunity to see some really cool stuff happen, especially if he's interested in the way, in the art, and possibly in the way that that art gets built. It's yeah. it's unlike anything I've ever seen. It's really, um, it's fascinating just the scale of the engineering problems that get solved. From that to someone needs help setting up their tent that, that is um, also, it really it yeah. brings people together that's, and i think that that's cool the thing that we've talked about is like if i were to go i i just hung out there for a bit when, when lauren was working there i never actually like attended the proper event but if i were to actually go for the whole event i think i would have to have some sort of job or project or something to work on yeah it just would be it, it's 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 you know. a really challenging environment and having something to focus on i think yeah really helps and I think is very yeah is very much in the spirit of the thing no that makes sense so that you're not just kind of like wandering around yeah which you know don't get me wrong there's plenty to do and plenty to find and some people just need to wander around and take it all in um, mm -hmm. you can you can miss stuff if you go there with a project in mind or something sure. that you want to do but I, I do think that like the people that you meet lending a helping hand are the people that you will actually have a good time Let's also list, let, let's list a few more things that her, that her dad should not bring because I have a few in mind. Okay. Um, don't bring dad a advice. comic oversized bag of broken glass. <laughs> yes. That no one will need that, and it'll probably just hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, do not bring a dump truck full of flour. <laughs> they won't allow the dump truck, and the flour will get everywhere and make a mess. You could bring a dump truck. Can you bring a dump truck? Really? Why not? <laughs> What? If it's street legal. Oh, wow. So that's <laughs> that's the rule. You can actually bring a dump truck to Burning Man if you wanted to. Street legal. I like that. I don't know any reason why you couldn't. Wow. But what the, fl the flower is a bad idea. Though. The flower is a bad yeah, idea. It's a bad idea. Confectionary um, sugar. Let me think. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so gross. Oh, God. Oh, that'd be disgusting. And in, in like in, in the desert? Ooh. Yeah, just like Ooh. sticky. Sticky. Oh. Let me think what else. What else? Um... I guess don't bring like milk. You can bring some milk, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, is he? Do you know if he's like tent camping or if he has like a cool setup? Are they going in an RV? Could you bring a circus of mice? Is that a, would that be fine? <laughs> if you had a mouse circus. Ooh yeah. I mean, other than the fact that you're probably exercising some animal cruelty. No. Unless no. they're staying inside, it's mice very hot it. for mice. Wait, well, so are there? So are there like animals there? Are there are there dogs walking around? No dogs at Burning Man. Oh, that there makes are sense. no dogs at Burning Man. And this, okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, that's that's the actual like stated policy. Yeah. Because it's really hard on them. Yeah. Totally. It's funny that people would even like. This is the funny thing about dog owners, and I I like dogs a lot. I don't have a dog because I don't have 
the appropriate lifestyle to, to own a dog right now. Um, like, the idea that someone would just be like, yeah, let me just take my dog to the desert. Right, it'll be cool. It'll be fine. Dogs, dogs love every weather. They love all the weathers. Yeah, they're totally not going to get hot under all that fur and just be mad. No. Does anyone ever, like, shave their dog and then try to bring the dog and be like, eh, it's cool, look. Shaved his hair off. Not that I know of. That would be... That would be a new one on me. That would be novel. What does it say about if unconvincing. me that I considered that as... as considered dog around. shaving? Yeah. <laughs> you could have a little, like, you know, uh, dog shaving booth. Yeah. Charge, like, $15 a dog. Just in Reno. Yeah. Yeah, in Reno. The Reno dog shaving booth. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I... I don't like the fact that I could actually see that being a thing that somebody tried. Probably that, that's like that's like your Burning Man scam. Dog shaving booth. <laughs> Tell your dad that if any of his outfits involve vinyl pants, he's going to regret it. Oh yeah, that would be terrible. Vinyl pants. They may look flashy. Yeah. Right. But it's not worth it. But you're not—you're going to regret wearing plastic pants in the desert. Is your dad planning on spending any, any time? This might be a sensitive, uh, sensitive topic. Is he going to spend any time, uh, dad nude at at the at the Burning Man? <laughs> wow, I don't know. As a nude dad. Possibly. Tell Possibly. him to wear sunscreen. Yeah. If so, yeah. wear sunscreen. Yeah. You yeah. might you might want to bring it up. I know I know it might be hard to bring it up with your dad, but if he's going <laughs> to spend some time nude, and I think that nude dads are great. You should probably wear sunscreen anyway, so yeah. you can get around it by just saying, Dad, wear lots of sunscreen all over any exposed skin, and then you can, yeah. like, glare at him. I, yeah. I, you made me wear sunscreen when we were at Burning Man, right? Like, I feel like I wore sunscreen. I'm pretty totalitarian about yeah, it. That's fair. I burn very easily, too, so. Oh, man. I burn so easily. I would, like, yeah. die there, probably, I think. It's actually really... I I, the weather is, is... I, you know... I didn't really spend enough time there to, to really go through the acclimation period, I don't think. The elevation's actually what gets you, not the fact that it's right. like 106. Right, yeah. Because um, we live we live in the Midwestern lowlands, so um, the swamplands of the Midwest. <laughs> which they are. This is this, the Chicago and Milwaukee are the swamplands of the Midwest. That's true. So. There's a lot of swamp. Like, somebody, like, um, like um, um, uh, cities built on swamps. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's sort of like a, a big middle finger to nature. Yeah, that... um, like, yeah. like way more work. Well, I think the I think here's the actual reason is probably because swamps tend to be uh, near large bodies of water, oh, which yeah. ideally you want to be by if you're making a city in 1850, I guess, right? Yeah, it's probably that's... probably part of the reason. I don't know, and like once you built once you like fill in that swamp, you got like a really sweet dock left or a sweet bay left probably i don't really know it seems like a stupid thing though i agree like building a city in the desert or building a city on a swamp is a very strange human thing to do mm -hmm. like gotta challenge the yeah challenge nature like venice and and amsterdam are basically just like like we're daring nature to kill us so yeah. you would say that building a city on a swamp is a don't do this summer activity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, well, Emma, 
That was, that was awesome. I wish your dad the best. Yeah, please uh, keep and us posted about your dad. dad's Burning Man preparations and feel free to check in with any other questions or ideas. Please get as many pictures of your dad at Burning Man as possible. As well. for, <laughs> for Tim's Tumblr. Yeah. Okay. I, that's, I, Tumblr's just going to be called Emma's Dad at Burning Man. <laughs> Dot, right. dot tumblr dot com. Well, no, then he should take lots of pictures of other dads, oh, and then yeah. it can be like a whole project. Oh, oh yeah, that, that'll like be his thing there, you know. That's a Burning Man makes me so happy. That would be pretty good. I would like that. I mean, I'll, I'll like you know, I'll uh, see if he's into it. Cool. All right. Great. And you I'll can report go. back. I will. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Fantastic. Have a good night. Too. Bye. 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 So on our summer checklist, we now have. Camping, bonfires, fixing the streets, stooping, and Burning Man if you are a teen or a dad. Where, where does fire? Where do fireworks go on that? And list? we have don't Chicago music festivals or build a city on a swamp. A- amateur fireworks. Where do they go? Uh see, I'm from the sticks though. That's always on the S list. I think list. it's on a do. I think I think I'm I'm pro amateur fireworks. I don't know. Like, I feel weird a little bit about the level of intuitness that Chicagoans have about fireworks because it is out of control. So into it, yeah. The closer you get to July 4th, the more intense it gets. I have never seen anything like it. It is like living in a war zone, sonically. I think the issue is that um, you could get them in Wisconsin pretty easily. There's just, like, fireworks emporiums on the highway. I don't think they're legal in Illinois. I could be wrong. No, yeah, I think that's part of the appeal. Yeah, it's it's that's that's why it's like it's because you could just get them in my hometown and people, you know, yeah. tape some M80s yeah. together. If you can <laughs> try not to blow your easily, hand off. Why would you be excited by them? You know, although fireworks, fireworks I'm gonna say fireworks in general. I'm pro fireworks. Um, yeah, they're neat. Yeah, I like that you you know you do chemistry and then you blow something up and oh. then it looks awesome. Uh, barbecue is a is a to do in summer. I would say, always. Yeah. Um, I would say on an avoid on the avoid list, parades. Not a fan of parades. Nobody likes a parade. No. Who goes to these children. things? Par- parents and children. I think it's and, and for the the elderly, the elderly parents and children. Oh, and people who want to yeah. like day drink and can't yeah. just do that. Yeah, parades are weird. They're boring. There's like a big circus parade in in Milwaukee. I think that might be done now. Wait, what? There's like a like a cir- it, it's a circus parade. Is it a traveling? No. No. I don't. I, I'll look it up. I'll look up some pictures of the Milwaukee. No, but it's parade. a parade. So it's a circus yeah. that like rolls around Milwaukee. It's not a circus. It's like it's like a parade in celebration of 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 circuses. I think it might be Wait, done. What? Yeah, I think it no longer exists. But like, wait, so it's just like a circus-themed parade? Yeah, well, because there's, there's, um, I think that there's like a, like, uh, is it Baraboo, Wisconsin, where there's like a clown college? So there's like a weird circus what? culture in Wisconsin. At- yeah, you guys keep this a secret. Is it, is it Baraboo? I, I have not known this. about this. Yeah, and so there's like, yeah. I, Are you a clown? Is that what this is leading God. up to? I don't. I'm not like anti-clown I don't know I'm sort of neutral on clowns I would say in general but also like Greg is confirming that it's Baraboo which leads to the question why does Greg know where the the 
I feel like there's the some national cl- circus of uh, circus center is in in yeah. What, why we have some clowns? Why do you know what the epicenter of, of circusness is in, in America, Craig? That's yeah. Do we need to talk about clowns next week? Like Maybe I feel we do. like this is a this the thing about Wisconsin and and circuses is, has blown my mind, and we have nine minutes in the program and not enough time to talk no, about it. No. Um, yeah. Like Can we revisit this? These pictures look amazing. Yeah, I don't remember liking it as a kid. I think we went to it a few times. I just was like not into it. Um, cause yeah, like, I don't even, I, I feel like clowns have become kind of, oh, this is a fun picture. This is a fun picture of Ernest Borgnine, I believe, dressed as a clown. He's just showing pictures of clowns yeah. now. It's just Ernest Borgnine dressed as a clown. He looks really into it. That's fun. Um, yeah, that's a thing that was like a big deal in Milwaukee for a while, which, you know, maybe doesn't speak too well of Milwaukee's cultural richness, but... The Fawn statue. Oh, no. We're going to delve into this one next week. I want to know all about it. I am fascinated. There's some really sweet uh, wagons, I guess you'd call them, in these pictures. Like ornate There's even a covered wagon. Yeah. Like an old-timey one. Um, There's a guy on one of those uh, old old 19th century, what are they called, like, velocipedes? The, uh, The bicycles with the big wheel and the little wheel. Oh, the penny farthing. Penny farthings? Yeah. That might be their technical name. I don't know. Penny Farthing just is just the from Deadwood. vernacular. There's a little kid in uh, the show Deadwood who gets incidentally killed by a Penny Farthing. The Penny Farthing... Whoops. I, technically, what happens is the Penny Farthing enrages a horse, and then the horse runs... No, I'm sorry. The horse is enraged, and the kid is out on the street because he was there to gawk at a Penny Farthing. Um, which, now that I say that out loud, is a very ridiculous turn of events to have happen in a television show. But... It's fine. It's showbiz. Yeah, so Wisconsin and the clown thing is very strange. I guess it never really occurred to me as a strange thing. Um, I, I think like maybe the Ringling Brothers came from Wisconsin or something. Maybe Barnum and Bailey. Are there other famous circuses? Cirque du Soleil definitely did not come from Wisconsin. That is not a Wisconsin thing. I, no, that's too like. Yeah. Oh. That's Nancy Frufer stuff glitzy yeah it's like supermodel circus snobby circus it's circus for snobs look at her look at her fancy flips and they're like legit acrobatics sorry that this thing i'm doing is hard oh you can't do this rabble that actually is kind of the point of every circus though is that they, they do stuff that you can't do that's right? the entire yeah, point of it. Okay. I guess I shouldn't. All right, Cirque du Soleil, you get a pass for now. But you're you're on notice, I guess. Ooh. Terrifying. I'm not going to threaten to fight Cirque du Soleil today. I think that'd be a... Hit them and Rahm in the same day would be a bit much. I will, fi- I will fight Rahm Emanuel, though. I will totally fight Rahm Emanuel. Any, any... Well, here here's the thing. What would it have to be? Um... I feel like, what, what would I? What would my advantage be in like a like a boxing match or a wrestling match with Rahm Emanuel? Is this assuming he doesn't bring a knife to a fist fight? Yeah, yeah. I think probably he. I could see him being a good wrestler. He's compact, right? Just gotta pop him right in the jaw. Yeah. Oh, guy. Single. Don't like him. Chaos daily. I don't know who I dislike. You know what I'll say. I dislike Rahm Emanuel more than I dislike Billy Corgan as, like, 
I was biking over here earlier tonight and heard a dude blasting Smashing Pumpkins in his like tiny Volkswagen what's, what's Golf. Song, what song was he blasting? I didn't recognize it. I was also on my bicycle. Not that one. He looks like he felt like he was being really cool, and I admired his certainty. I actually sort of I've I've kind of come around on, on Billy Corgan a little bit. Like he's so. I don't have real beef with no. them. He's I mean he's a he's douchey. I mean sure. I don't yeah him personally no. not so much. Um I. I think that the defining thing for me was when he did that eight-hour uh, Goethe. Oh yeah. Was it no, it wasn't Goethe. It was um, Hess. Hess, right? The yeah, there's guy. reading. If it was, if it was eight hours of reading Goethe poems. That would be even better. But uh, yeah, it was just him playing with the modular synthesizer over a audio book of Herman Hesse's Herman Hesse's uh, Siddhartha. Yeah, that's weird. It's yeah, it's like so weird. I'm like, I can't really get mad at that. That's just Billy Corgan doing the most Billy Corgan thing imaginable, other than owning a wrestling league and a tea shop at the same time. It's better than like talking about how you have to mix your San Pellegrino with some kind of other soda or whatever. That a, that, yeah, that was a Frank Black tweet on the Twitter about how he he mixes San Pellegrino and club soda to listen to Eric Satie. See, that's because that's lame. And there's there's like there's a very fine line between him and Billy Corgan. But what Billy Corgan is doing is somehow just like it's so weird that it's fine. Yeah. As opposed to being like weirdly yuppie. Yeah. And he's just yeah doing doing him. Frank Black has become he he like he plays music begrudgingly now. Like hates he, it. He can't quite like he doesn't ugh, like oh fine I gotta make some money doing this. These pixie songs, fine. Can I see half the money up front? Okay, there's the money. As long as I can see it before I go on stage, that'll get me pumped up enough to play for 45 minutes. Yeah, you know what? Okay, Billy Corgan. I like Billy Corgan all right. He's he's on... I, I'm going to say, Billy Corgan, you're, you get a pass. Glad we concluded that. I think that's fine. Yeah. Seems reasonable. I would like to kind of make like a like a definitive list of Chicago heroes and villains. Because I don't know if I. I think I'm going to put Corgan in the heroes category now. Yeah. Like he he barely barely makes it. Yeah. I can't put, like, Rahm Emanuel villain. I guess Obama's a hero. I can't quite put him in the villain category, although he's almost a villain. That's me getting political again. <laughs> a lot of politics talk tonight. Corgan's like, what, like, chaotic neutral? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he can, he goes right in the fence. Yeah, you're right. There has to be, like, we have to do the the spectrum, the D&D spectrum. Oh, God. Spectrum. What's, <laughs> well, that's a great I idea. I outed myself. That's totally the, that's totally the topic next week. I had some ideas. I can't believe we're talking about this now. We got two minutes left in the program. Can't yeah, talk about it next time. Well, well, we'll do it next time. Why not? We can we can table a topic for next time. Ain't no one stopping us. Rahm Emanuel can't stop me with his executive powers. While well, I'm saving my ideas. Yeah, we'll do that. Um. So yeah, that was a that's that's about the show. 
right? We got ideas for next week, yeah. obviously, since we're just arguing about them now, that you should tune in for. Steve Albini would be like what? <laughs> he would be chaotic good, would you say? Or neutral good? He's almost like... He's almost ordered. Order. I was going to say he's yeah. almost lawful good. He's almost he's lawful so good, like, yeah. Or he could be he, oh, he right. could be lawful neutral, right? Is that a thing? He'd be lawful. I don't know. He's probably on the side of good. He is. I, I think I do think he's on the side of good. I mean, he's a he's a, a real a real whiny so and so. But anyway, yeah. So next week we're gonna we're gonna make the D and D spectrum for every prominent Chicago and Michael Jordan would be. Uh, no, what are you doing? You can't give it away. Yeah, I'll let you guys know next week where Michael Jordan is down there. Yeah, and I have it. some other ideas as well, and they're going to be fun. So tune in, tune. and thank you as always. Yeah. This has been Low Level Rage. We'll play a few tunes. I'll, I'll front announce them before we play them. Um, so uh, starting us off will be the Shout Out Louds with 14th of July. And what album was that from, Lauren? Optica. Last year's release. I'm going to play, we're, we're, we'll play three songs. Because there's one I want to get in. You know, you guys can always just listen as long as you want. Um, and then, uh, well, the, the, the show's uh, mascot band, The Fall, are, are, uh, are like, I don't know. What would, you call, what would you call the fall? What's the relationship of the fall to this show? Patron saint. Patron saint. Mark B. Smith, our patron saint, with uh, Can Can Summer from their fine album Imperial Wax Solvent. And then, finally, my favorite summertime song ever, Galaxy 500 with Summertime. And that's from uh, On Fire, I believe? Let me double check that. No, that's not from On Fire. That's from This Is Our Music. I got it wrong. Oh, that's so bad. It's totally from This Is Our Music. All right. Well, play some tunes. See you guys next week. Farewell. Bye, guys.